You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Just want to ask about the offensive game plan. A lot of empty sets, five wides. What's the logic and idea behind doing that? What are you trying to get Clemson to show you? Well, we had a good beat on on what their pressures were in empty. If you look at uh, if you look at you know the game, we didn't get pressured in empty. We weren't getting the simulated pressures, which is what he's known for. Is a lot of simulated pressures create a lot of confusion in the dropback game, which is something that we we felt like we were going to struggle with if we got into a game where we were going to have to pick up all the simulated pressures. So we felt like we had a better chance to pick up the three-man rush twist games in the odd front and the simulated bear front pressures, which are the two things he showed to do. And uh, obviously we struggled. We struggled in that. So looking back on it, maybe we should have taken on a little bit more of all the three-down, five- and six-man simulated pressures. But, uh, you know, that was just... We gave our guys a chance to win a one-on-one, kind of put our quarterback in space a little bit to see hots, and uh, that was the plan. On that note, what, what were they able to do to kind of limit Jordan's running? Yeah, I mean, if you watch him versus, versus most running quarterbacks, he does a really good job boxing them in. I mean, even in empty, they would be rushing three and spying two guys. You know, literally all their, all their twist games were not twist games that actually – attempt to get to the quarterback there were actually twist games to flush the quarterback and I actually felt like multiple times throughout the game you know the first seven cut corner route to pokey that we just didn't complete you know that was a a three-man twist game we prevented the pressure with the empty to give us time to throw you know and bang bang play and their guy made a play and we almost came down with it uh, so they, they had two guys for Jordan in the passing game and the spy game, unless they were bringing their four down internal twists and they would just have one guy as a spy. And then uh, in the run game, all of, most of their pressures were popping to bear with wide defensive ends to box the quarterback in, to force us to win inside. And, you know, when you have a guy like Jordan and usually he can spark the run game with one of those special runs that go for 80 and then the stats say you ran the ball for nine yards a carry and you have all these awesome stats. And when you get boxed in like that, it really puts the pressure on having to win consistently in the box, the one-on-ones. When you face a good defense, you know, he's not going to he's not gonna let you get – get those explosive runs because they're good tacklers like we talked about yeah, um, a couple of times Jordan when he was flushed or was out in space rather than just taking off he was it seemed like he was trying to wait receivers open um, did, it, it, was my observation accurate um, 
I think there was a, a few times, maybe, but most of the times that we were in those scramble situations were third and extra long. You know, so they're in a three-man rush and they're in their three-double cloud, you know, soft cover three, two Tampa, whatever you want to call it. So he knew he could not run for the first down because everybody has zone eyes on him. Uh, so I felt like there was, you know, the use of scrambling athletic and athletic guys back there is really prevalent when you're in third and medium situations because when you get out of the pocket on a third and four and a third and five, right, well, you can run and get the first down. When you get out of the pocket on a third and 12 or a third and 13 and you've got everybody with zone eyes on you, right, by the time you get to the line of scrimmage and become a non-passing threat, you're going to have four guys collapse. So I think what, what hurt us in that standpoint was putting ourselves behind the, behind the, behind the chains with penalties or MAs, uh, which is what we hadn't done in the prior weeks. You know, we put ourselves back behind the chains and trying to beat a really good defense on third and long. You know, you're not going to be successful whether you're an empty, whether you're in seven-man protection. When you put those defensive linemen on the field combined with the simulated pressures, right, trying to protect, not many teams in the country are going to be successful in that. And that's why staying in those down, those easy down and distances were so vital in the game and uh, we didn't manage to do that especially in the second half uh, really after our the touchdown to LT the next drive we start with a false start really from that point on we started with either a false start or a penalty within the first two plays uh, all the drives up until the uh, the last two minute drive uh, when when uh, we didn't get it done back right Athlon. Uh, Kenny, first drive of the second half, uh, you guys get some positive momentum on the, on the first play, and then the, it's third and long. Jordan does something that you know you, you kind of grown accustomed to. That fourth down run, was he gassed? And, and is that why he handed off to Jay Sean, or was that the right was that the right decision? Well, I mean, they they lined up in their three three stack stuff. So, I mean, when you place a team like that, they're so multiple, right? Your O line has to communicate almost every single snap because they're four one box, they're three three box, they're three two box, fitting from double edge. That's what makes what they do as good is they have really good personnel, and you combine that with you have to communicate every single snap just to get hats on hats. You know, and we had a play where basically we had five blocking five in the box, well, six blocking six with the extra tight end, hats on hats, and uh, just try to crease it. The defensive end, we blocked the defensive end with the backside tackle, obviously, so the quarterback's going to give the football. But if we would have gotten a different defensive look, it would have given an opportunity for us to slide everything through, read the defensive end, and Jordan could have pulled it. So based off the defensive look, it was a give read. We had the five blocked in the box. And uh, I'm gonna. We get the same situation. I trust Jay Sean Corbin uh, to get that first down. That's one of our top guys. We're gonna hand him the ball, and uh, I can sleep at night giving the ball to zero or giving the ball to 13 based off the defensive structure. Uh, I'm sure going into the game, you knew, like you said, how hard it was gonna be to find success in those predictive passing situations. But how did Jordan grade out in kind of? I know Coach Dravel said he graded out pretty well in the the base. More, more where it could go either way. Where, and I think he had the best. QB rating against Clemson's defense this season. Yeah, I mean, when you look at the base down passing game, the quick game, the 500 protections, I mean, we were really efficient. That was probably the biggest bright spot of the entire game, which has not been something we've seen in the last two years here offensively. When you look at, you know, the play to LT, you know, a second half, and this, this is one of the second half drives where we started with, you know, we threw an under, then we threw a hunt route right to a tight end. We threw another under throughout the drive. I thought he did a really good job uh, being patient in the pocket, going to his first, second, third, and on one time it was actually his fifth read or fourth read on a rep on one of the sit routes. And I thought he did a great job. I thought the struggle comes in when you face the and, 
and offensively we knew we were going to be able to protect those situations because we're in double wings with double chips with five men out in the route on a rundown which when you're in a rundown, you're getting run pressures. Defensive ends aren't up the field. So we felt really good about protecting it. When we get into the third and longs and those guys are, you know, they're, they're coming after you and they're dropping eight because it's third and 12. You know, they're super tight windows. And I felt like there were one or two times in the game he could have progressed and threw a climb, but it's bang, bang. You know, you're, you're coming your climb to your curl and it's bang, bang, a four eye twisters in your face at the same time. And, you know, I would like to say we can make that throw uh, but that's also, you know, when you're on the field, it's a little bit different. It's easy to say in the film room. Uh, but we got to stay out of those down and distances when you face good teams. It's what it boils down to. If you can rush three, if you can rush four with simulated pressures, drop seven or drop eight on third and 12, right, you're not going to be very successful offensively. But I thought Jordan did a, a nice job. I thought he's growing as a quarterback, sitting in the pocket, going through his reads. And I do think there are things uh, he can grow from. I thought there was a beater route on a, on a first down where – He's reading the middle safety, and he worked the field on the throw to Keyshawn. You know, I thought he could have worked the boundary uh, away from the monster, but from the most part, uh, I thought he did a nice job. Gene? I did not know that stat about the best QB rating or all that, but that's, I mean, I thought he played solid pretty well. Kenny, I want to ask you about the long touchdown to Lawrence. Um, first of all, the call, if you could break that, that down for us, that wheel route, obviously you got a nice isolation on that play. And then his ability to not only maintain – balance on that but then to stay in bounds I mean did it, looking at film did it look even more impressive what he was able to do on that touchdown yeah I mean I think it was more impressive when I was seeing it live to be honest uh than on tape just because I it was like I was calling another play like we we called another play and then all of a sudden you know we didn't need to recall it which was nice you know it's always a positive when you're facing you know a top five defense in college football and uh I mean, the scheme with the play was we knew in reduced sets we could create some rubs out of the backfield, showed up on tape. And uh, when you got man coverage, so we, you know, remove the running back, get a man or zone read, move him back in the backfield, make him communicate, try to get double rubs and try to get your running back on a rail, rail route. Uh, kind of worked out like we planned it, got him open. And then uh, when he got to the 20, you know, those were the plays we needed uh, to be in the football game, and he made that play. You know, he didn't make us run another play, and uh, we got him to the 20, and he did the rest. And that was just a miraculous, unbelievable play by him. I mean, I, there's not many better plays this last weekend than that play. And uh, that was a guy who was coming on and coming on for us, and that was great to see. Ken, uh, Coach Norvell talked about, you know, thinking about the positives out of the game. Um, playing in that environment against that defense as you go into another week against another really good defense, can that – can that game be some, that experience be something that helps guys going forward? Oh, there's no question. I mean, going into that game, uh, you know, that's obviously our biggest. Other than they're good, right? They're talented. They do a lot. Other than that, the combination of how much they do with that environment that we haven't played. I think I mentioned it last week. This was our first real road game with a loud crowd in the last two years. You know, with this O-line, with this group. And I think it got to us a little bit. You know, there's multiple times where, you know, we're supposed to be running a locked insert zone and we're lined up on the on the front side instead of the back side and we don't block the linebacker. There's multiple times we're confused on who we're working to, whether it's run game, pass game. There's some times where we just brain fart and open the wrong way. You know, but all of that is part of you know, the growing process of when you play in those environments, you've got to stay focused on the task at hand. And uh, we'd have drives or we'd go 15, 20 yards, and then one play, second and 13. 
All right, run the ball, gain three yards. I think we averaged 2.1 yards carry on the ground on base downs. Um, you know, they did a good job stopping us. Now you're at third and nine. And you get in those situations where it's good defense, you're not going to be successful. So we've shown signs this year of being explosive, right? We can, we're an explode. We, I would say we are an explosive team. When you play us, you're going to, we're going to have some, ex some explosive plays. But the games that we score a lot of points in, we have the explosiveness and the consistency. The games that we don't score in, right, usually it's just one or two explosive plays and the consistency is lacking. And when you're on the road, when you're in that environment versus good defense, you have to be consistent because they're not going to give up five, six explosive plays. You have one or two, and that's what we got. Jared? NC State defense, looking ahead to that in preparation for them. Are there similarities with Clemson, or what are you seeing on film from NC State? Yeah, no similarities. Uh, they, they play a three-down front, but uh, zero similarities. Uh, I guess they'll play some three-high safety stuff, but Clemson does everything, so I guess the similarities is they have probably done what North NC State does in some capacity because they have, you know, when you're there so long, you can run a multitude of things. But uh, NC State, they do a phenomenal job. And, you know, I know Co I know the defensive coordinator uh, there, and he does a – he was at Arizona when I was uh, back out there, and he does a phenomenal job. Those guys, they don't MA. You, you watch the film, they play fast, they play as hard as you could possibly want somebody to play every snap, and they don't MA. They don't give up the big play because everybody's where they're supposed to be. I mean, you're watching them pass off shifts and motions, uh, and they know there's no panic in how they play. They play fast. They play physical. They play hard. And there's a reason they're one of the top defenses in college football is because everybody's where they're supposed to be. And similar to Clemson, they're an, an elite tackling team. They don't miss tackles. And anytime you play hard, you don't MA and you're an elite tackling team, you're going to make an offense work really, really hard to get football points. Jermaine gets that scoop and score, gives you guys a lead. Defense gets a three and out. You guys, it's not exactly four minute drill, but it's five and a half minutes. I guess, other than keeping the clock running, what, what was the goal on that drive? And it was another third and long. It seemed like some of the routes that were being run were kind of underneath stuff that wasn't going to get you a first down and, and wasn't going to clear guys out for Jordan to, to maybe scramble and make something happen. Can you talk about that third down and the decisions in that? Uh, yeah, the third and 13 backed up when uh, our defense has played great. We did not want to take a negative right there. So we, were gonna, we weren't going to just run the football because all the three double cloud stuff, the ball, we know what we we're going to get. We we're going to get three double cloud, three high, some sort of simulated twist game up front, right? You can either run the football, it's going to bounce the edge, and you're going to punt, or uh, you can have a chance to pry a route open. Uh, we ran basically a, a cross concept. Uh, Y'all can see it on tape, cross curl. You got five options. Most teams in the country run it from Chip Kelly way back at Oregon. It's still run predominantly all across college football. Uh, and worked up in the pocket. The only throw would have potentially been the backside curl, but we were on the same page there. Any pressure, hitch up, run, right? Try to get the first down scrambling. If not, get down, punt the football back to them. But that goes back to the first play of that drive, we get a full start. Second play of the drive, we pull the ball, and we have three guys to block three guys. And, you know, their corner wins and blows up Jordan when we have a guy to block him. And I think that's where our, I mean, we watched last week, or uh, what was it, yesterday, as an offense, we watched every single drive and one or two plays from each drive, why it was successful and why it failed. And our guys can see that we're, every drive that we just do our job and execute, we can be really good. But one play 
that gets us to second and 13. We're not at a stage yet where we can overcome those third and 13s. Very similar to what I talked about last week uh, when we got into third and 13. And I said, yeah, Jordan can make those plays happen in those environments, right? When we're playing a, a team where we're probably outmanning them, right? Now you play a team that has the dogs, right? And you live in those environments, you make those MAs and put yourself on third and 14, right? You're going to struggle. And that's what you saw is you saw a team that put themselves behind the chains for a variety of reasons in the second half, a lot due to them, a lot due to their confusion and what they provide. And then the talent level that they have. And, uh, we got to stay out of those down and distances. Trayshawn, you know, you've, you've talked about him so glowingly all season, um, and he's done a lot for you guys. Uh, he had a tough play in that game. Um, how does, how, what have you seen from him since then, and what kind of things do you say to him? Showed up and go to work. I mean, that's it. I mean, we talk about it. I mean, we can, I mean, we woke up because obviously we don't, you know, the schedule, we didn't know what our schedule was going to be in terms of practicing some of the rules. And we woke up 8 a.m. back in the office preparing for NC State. Woke up, got our guys ready to roll. We had a little practice Sunday. We're already moving on. I mean, that's the one thing about our guys is they understand that we can't control the past. Now, we'd love to go back and fix things. Trust me, I'd love to go back and fix some things that we played in the game, right, that, that would have helped us be more successful. But at the end of the day, you can't. All you can do is get better. And we got a team that one of the best defenses in college football again are coming here, and we're going to give the ball to Trayshawn Ward. And I have full confidence we hand him the ball, he's going to make plays. And uh, that's just I, – I believe in him, and I know he knows we believe in him. And one play is not going to define him. He's going to get up this week. He's going to go to work just like he did on Sunday. He's going to get better. Okay. Thanks, Coach. Thank you all. Have a good day.